Welcome to another edition of 68 Shining Moments presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, we're now joined by none other than Oral Roberts head coach Paul Mills and his incredible Sweet 16 run that is ongoing. And uh, we've also brought in a couple other people to roast Paul Mills. Uh, his former colleagues, Scott Drew at Baylor, Jerome Tang, an assistant coach at Baylor who's been with him forever, and Matt Driscoll, uh, the head coach at North Florida who was at Baylor in 2003 with all those guys. So make sure you listen. Uh, this is a fun one. All right, now pleased to be joined uh, by the Baylor family back in 2003 uh, for the Paul Mills Roast. And uh, we got Paul Mills uh, here from Oral Roberts, who has made the Sweet 16. Nobody thought this was going to happen other than maybe Paul Mills and, his, and these guys. And yep. uh, we got Scott Drew, the Baylor head coach at the time in 2003 when these guys were together trying to build that Baylor program. Uh, we got Matt Driscoll, head coach at North Florida. Um, and, and Jerome Tang, the assistant at Baylor, still uh, for Scott Drew. I don't know how he's made it that long working for Scott, but he's, he's <laughs> like dog years, right? Right, Tang? Have your office uh, yeah. as far away from the head coach as possible. <laughs> as far away as possible. <laughs> All right, so this is the Paul Mills roast, guys. That's what this is effectively. We, we've made this. So, Paul, you're going to get the last word here. You're going to have to listen. You can jump in a little bit if some of these stories – might not be entirely accurate. Um, actually, maybe I want I want you to start because I've heard the greatest Paul Mills story might involve uh, not six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon, but one degree of separation from Kevin Bacon. Tell me the Kevin Bacon story uh, in Vegas. Well, one, uh, you're a nationally syndicated broadcast. So I'm not getting Hollywood on my bad side. So that, 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 that's not going to happen. Uh, hey, number you, two, let if me. If you don't tell it, hey, if you don't tell it, one of these other guys will. So you might as well tell it. You know it. what? Uh, but, but let me tell you the indicator for how you know these guys aren't telling the truth. Their lips are moving. Okay. <laughs> that is how you're going to be able to identify whether or not anything is accurate. So if lips are moving, other I'm gonna leave Coach Driscoll out of this. Coach Driscoll, <laughs> Coach Drew's about half accurate. Tang is 100 percent off. <laughs> and he said the same thing about you. He yeah, said the same I know. Thing about you. Hey, you got to remember, Coach Tang and I have known each other for 25 years. And to tell you a quick story, Coach Tang had one of the best teams in the country when he was at Cleveland Heritage, and, and was nationally ranked. I, I was a high school coach. We played those guys. And I, I was at another school, and I was so excited to play Coach Tang's team. Uh, I, I thought we were good enough to compete with him. And we go up eight to three, and I'm as ecstatic as you can be. Well, I think the halftime score was like 52 to 19, and Coach Tang was kicking our butts. And he went into his team, and he said, guys, uh, Coach Mills is a friend of mine, and I don't want to embarrass him. And, and the player said, his son specifically, Richard Hurd, said, uh, Coach Mills is not a friend of ours, and we don't know him. And they proceed to beat the brakes out of us. And uh, <laughs> and so for that, I've never actually forgiven him because <laughs> so I still harbor this, I mean, an 80-point beating that this guy gave uh, some 25 years later. Hey, true story. Last time we played two-on-two, -two, Coach Mills and Coach Drew got the dub against Coach Tang and I, and it retired me. <laughs> that, 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 that's actually Coach, really Coach, well. Coach, Coach, Coach Tang was carrying us too. 
Yeah, I shot it really well that day. You did shoot it well that day. I haven't played. <laughs> All right, t- hey Tang, tell the bacon, tell the Kevin Bacon story. Enough of this. Enough of this. All right, know, all right. So, so the way to story. I'll tell goes. the story. I'll tell. The story. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so hey, I'm hold on a, a second. I'm, Before I'm he tells the, the story, hold on, hold on, Coach Mills. How long do you get between the end of the story and then whether or not we figure out it's true or not? Yeah. How long is that? Two minutes? Is it two, two minutes? Minute rule. Yeah. Yeah, two minute rule. And so I, I'm in Vegas. This is, I don't know, 20 plus years ago. And got went and got a haircut and uh, sitting there. And, and they have people, you know, famous people that they've cut. And they said, hey, you can come in and get a haircut and um, you can get facials. And I was like, well, what's a facial? And they were like, they, they beautify you. And uh, I was like, wow, um, people do that. And they said, yeah, in fact, Kevin Bacon is back there right now. And I was like, wow, okay, I've heard of Kevin Bacon. And, and, and he emerges from the back. And, um, and, he, and, and he says something. Um, I don't remember. And I said, uh, uh, I, I can't remember the context, but I do remember he, he, he gave acknowledgments to, to the person there cutting his hair. And I said, how was that facial? And uh <laughs> And he looked at me and he said, you look like you could use a few. And, <laughs> and uh, I said, I would, but I'm not wearing any panties. And, <laughs> and, 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 and that was when it, it became like confrontational. And, uh, and, and it got to a point and you're young, right? And you, you know, it's kind of like they start walking towards you. And I, and you know, when you have a barber thing on, you have the thing on yeah. you. And so he starts. Uh oh! This is where the truth. This is where the truth. Hey, we can fill in the blank. He paused it on purpose. Bill's frozen. He froze it. He didn't want to actually tell the story. This is still Mills, isn't it? Go ahead, Coach Ty. Finish the story. So, so, so apparently Bacon says something to him and is turning to walk away. And Mills is like pissed. So Mills, is, Mills tells the barber, untie my cape. <laughs> it starts to get out of the chair. Trying to get out the chair to go out. <laughs> we got to get him back. How are we getting him back here? <laughs> Superman got, he got his kryptonite there. <laughs> oh, he logged out. He'll have to log back in. He's going to come on his in. cell phone. Watch. He'll, he'll be back in in a second. Oh. He'll be back. <laughs> hey, that's good buildup for that story, though, Jeff. That's that impressive right there. <laughs> As he's telling, I mean, he's getting ready to tell the kicker for the story. Yeah, the punch yeah. Spot on. <laughs> so what, what is the two-minute the two minute rule, guys? Who wants to explain the mill? He, he said it's something biblical. We used, to always, we used to always question where these stories came from and the truth. He said there's something biblical, and no one's found it. We're going to be like two, two minutes, and you can say, ah, I'm just joking. Ah, I'm just joking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. so, we, so we called it the Millsometer, right? Like Millsometer, if, that's you, it. If he gives you a number, he could say, oh, boy, made $1.5 million. It's never going to be $1.5. It's either going to be $1.7 or $1.3. <laughs> like the numbers are never right. Okay, so we always just say the Scott, Scott, give me your your, your favorite while we're waiting for him to get back on. I can't believe this. Hey, this is a good roast. There's no rebuttal. (laughs) Let's get in all we can. Let's try to jam it in before he gets back. Scott, go ahead. Hey, Coach, that's going to go down. Hey, Coach Drew better remember this when we start talking about that that, um, 
that, that brunch we had for the preseason kickoff when he was talking about having peace in his house. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, so my favorite, back to this, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite Mills story. So he had a, he had a man crush on this recruit in Dallas, right? And we were late going up to see him. So first of all, anytime coach Mills drives, there, there is no speed limit, all right? In Texas, we have 75. Mills is about 105. So we are, we are flying up there. And the good thing is I got my radar on, right? So we should be good. Well, we come flying over a hill, and the police officer's right there. And then the, the police officer starts to turn around, and Mills says, you got your radar, right? And I said, yeah. And I reached down just to make sure it was plugged in and I, I push it in and it, and it goes, ding, 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 and, it, and it gets, and so it wasn't plugged in. And, and, and so and he says, you know, it helps if you plug it in. So, so needless, needless to say, um, we were a little late to see the recruit, but the best thing is, you know, I'm walking out of the, out of the, out of the gym and, and, there, he's walking out to go to go to his car and it's during a, a contact period. And, and I, I look at our car and Mills, whenever he drives, there's always going to be some damage to the car. And my 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 SUV, the front bumper is hanging halfway off. And all of a sudden, I'm worried the recruits gonna see the car and be like, "What's up with you, coach?" So I give him a, "Give me, let's walk over there." And then I come see Mills. I said, "What'd you do to the car?" He said, I, I don't remember hitting nothing. <laughs> so, so if you value your life, do not let him drive. All right, that that's that's moral moral of the uh, story number one with when it comes to him. Uh, the other thing is, Coach Tang never told me just how he drove. And the first time I got in the car, we were going to Houston. It was a a, a pastor event, uh, Kingwood. Was that right, Coach Tang? Back in the day, yeah. Yep. And, and we're and we're late because we had a morning practice or something. And it is downpouring. I mean, it's raining, and it, it it's a three hour drive, two forty five. Mills proceeds to make it in 215 and I couldn't eat the rest of the day because my stomach was so sick. But anyway, Jeff, I like you giving you the heads up right now. Never get in the car with that guy. Mills, you, you went out. How about that? You were right at the point where you were going to tell your biggest lie. And, and, and all of a sudden you froze. Yeah. Well Don't worry, Coach Tank finished it. <laughs> I, I, gave him the I gave him the untie my cape, Mills. That's good. Say it, Mills. Mills, how'd you say it to Kevin Bacon? To Kevin Bacon, how'd you say uh, it? I was. I mean, you're young, right? You're like really, I mean, confrontational. Like, like I'm gonna get a piece of this guy. <laughs> so you, you and Kevin Bacon were ready to throw down almost. Uh, I, again, you're young and you're, you're not very bright. So <laughs> I, uh, immediately afterwards, and and I say immediately within five minutes, Sugar Ray Leonard walked in. Wow. I said, I'm not saying anything to him. Yeah, smart <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least you weren't so dumb. I mean, yeah. listen. Hey, where were Kevin you getting Bacon. your haircut, Coach Mills? Because I know. <laughs> uh, again, this is, this is 2025 20, years ago. And he was paying like 30 bucks to get that haircut. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used to bust him up. Like, first of all, who's spending that kind of money to cut that hair? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, what else we got? What else we got? Tang, you got to have another good one. Well, I the first time I met Mills, he called. He wanted to bring his North Belt Christian school to um, play my team. 
And uh, I didn't know anything about North Belt, right? But it had Christian on the end of it, so I figured it was all right. And uh, Mills walks in the gym with a bunch of grown men. They had beards. <laughs> I promise one of them had a tracker on the ankle, like they had just gotten out. It wasn't right? a Kinex for COVID? It wasn't a COVID tracker? <laughs> no, it wasn't a COVID tracker, bro. It wasn't an ankle bracelet. And they're in warm-ups, they're dunking everything, and they proceed to go out. 36 to nothing is the score. We can't get the ball across half court. And uh, luckily, Mills called off the press after that. And, uh, and life, life, life was okay. So I owed him that butt whooping at the end for that very first butt whooping that he gave me. <laughs> Tang, didn't, didn't you tell me also, one of you guys told me that, Mills, that you call over to your, your, your school, your former high school, uh, with MacArthur, every single year to find something out? Is this true? Yeah, yeah I mean, tell that in, in in that day here, I, uh, let me let me do this. Uh, can you met, let me share the screen? Uh, I don't know. Can I? Yes. Yes, how you can. I, how do I do that? Click, click on <laughs> click on his participant. Go up to his name, and then to the right, it'll say "Make him a co-host." There you go. Just click on the. Risk is the man. <laughs> he is the man. Right, I'm probably so, like Scott. I'm probably more like Scott. We're, we're, we're not no, no, you're much better than me. I'm like, what is he talking about? I did it, right? You got it? Yeah. Yeah, Coach uh, Mills is the, is always. Yeah, uh, hang on. Let me find Man. it. Is Mills this good at technology? Was he always? Uh, I'm okay. Yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's one, of, he's he's one of those guys player. that plays like he don't know what he's doing. But he does. <laughs> I want to know what he's doing. Get him on the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get in another? You, you close here, or do we need to stall and get in another? Uh, another well, he story might freeze in a second. Don't worry, we'll get yeah. in. Yeah, and like I mean, I hope the Marriott's got better internet. How many pictures JW. do you have of your team at MacArthur? We we all seen the one you're going to show. Come on, man. Yeah. I know, but yeah. Jeff hadn't have seen it. So you, I've never yet. seen it. But I've you got to put it. this stuff in context. Yeah, no, no, this is, <laughs> we got to do it right, right? Don't if we're going to do it, we got to do it right. And we know. Listen. We know the only thing Baylor's got on the tap for today is a big kickball game. What what time is the kickball game, guys? I think is it four? Four o'clock. I think four o'clock. Eastern. I'd like to make it and we Oh, you got I, games. Well, I can't go. I can't go, but I could probably see it from beyond the fence. I don't know if you hey, guys first saw of all, the other Jeff, day. You I, can get in anywhere. We know you got talent. I got it. Here it is. All right, here it is. So you Mills see this it. guy right here? So oh this my. is me, okay? And, and so I was like the only white kid who had played at MacArthur in like 27 years. Wow. So it was kind of like, I mean, I was the little white kid in inner city, uh, in an inner city area. And so that was kind of how I was known, right? I was a little white kid walking down the hall and you were the kid who played on the basketball team. So that was like my claim to fame. So I didn't want it, that to sh anybody to ever share that right so I would call uh Rick German was the coach at the time and it's like coach are there any white kids trying out for the team this year because there weren't many of us in the school anyway and I would encourage him not to ensure that that kid did not make it uh because I wanted to maintain my streak uh over a course of time the demographics hey, hey, hey. have changed and it's it's um I don't there aren't I really don't know but it's primarily black and Hispanic um, now. And so I don't think there's many white people there anyway, but um, over the course of time, I heard from my high school coach immediately after 
we beat Ohio State, so that was really cool. Were you any good, Mills? Were you a good player? Um, I mean, I was okay. Let, let, let me put this in context. Um, I got a Division II scholarship, um, and, and I won the Coach's Award. So who do you think they give the Coach's Award to? Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's the kid that'll dive on the floor for loose balls everywhere. Uh, so that that was kind of you don't have any of those bike shorts, those coaching shorts to your head. Your coaches had in high school to wear. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You wear those bike shorts, right? Yeah. Before we continue that interview, I just have to let you guys know that it is that time of year again. We have waited two years for this moment, and it is finally here. March's biggest tournament is back. Gonzaga's getting ready to run the table. Slippers are being fit as we speak. And our partners over at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, are putting our listeners at the center of the action. How? If you bet $4 on an underdog in a select game this week and that underdog wins, you win $256. That's right, $256. Here's how it works. You download the app now. You use the promo code FIELD68 when you sign up. Scroll through the list of select underdogs, bet $4 on one of them to win, and cash $256 when they do. There is no better way for you to put your college hoops knowledge to the test and then to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's safe. It's secure. It's reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. I know this because I use them. So remember, the code is FIELD68. That's FIELD68 to turn $4 into $256. For a limited time only, must be 21 years or older. Restrictions apply. Go to DraftKings.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What, what, what was it like? I know this was the Mills Rose, but seriously, what was it like for you guys together in 2003 um, to build this thing? I mean, you... We, we've all said it, right? I mean, you took over probably the worst situation maybe in the history of college basketball. Not even close. Not even close. All right, Driscoll. Tell me yeah, where I'm, I'm wrong. I'm just, first of all, two things. Number one, 0304, right? You come in after the tragedy. Yep. And then 7-8, you go to the NCAA tournament in five years. Sixth season, you go to the NIT championship. And the seventh season, this is where people were fools. The seventh season – they're a charge away from going to the final four. And now people are like, well, well, well come on, man. Yeah. Like no one thinks like this dude can coach and these guys can coach. It's, 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 it's so, but anyways, a good quote Paul Mills story about 0304. Okay. So we're on, I want to know what it's like to coach. So coach has got all these things that he does. And this isn't the one where he smacked me in the face. Cause this is about Paul Mills. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're out in Hawaii. We're playing San Jose State, and it's a noon game. So coach decides that to get our synapses and to get our get our stuff going, we should all go to the gym early, get a shower, then go warm up, and then play the game. So we don't know. Like, all of us are like, okay, whatever coach wants to do. We got the Rocky movie and all that kind of stuff going. So the guys go shower. They get dressed. They go out to start to shoot. So a couple of us shower, a couple of coaches stay out, and we kind of rotate through. Well, Coach Mills stays out, and he watches. So then he comes back in to shower, and we're kind of in there getting dressed and talking. And Coach Drews asked Coach Mills, he says, Coach, he says, Coach Mills, what do you think? He said, boy, Coach, I, 
man, they, they look, wow, they, they can shoot it. They got size. They look athletic. Like they got, I, coach, I, I don't think we can win. I, I don't know if we can beat these guys. And Coach Drew's like, okay. So, I remember my exact quote was, was like, we're going to get blasted. Uh, we're about to get blasted. <laughs> so he said, I, I don't want, want to say that, but yeah. he, 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 he sold the team down the river. So <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but since he said it. So we come in and start the game. And we're all in the locker room, and Coach Mills is, you know, standing there like all the coaches. And all of a sudden, Coach Drew starts off his speech, like starts it off, not with, hey, man, we're this, we're this, we got everybody together, we finally got there. Like, he starts it off with saying, just so y'all know, Coach Mills thinks we're going to get blasted. <laughs> and, then, and then the problem is, is his follow-up line is, I want you guys to know I believe in you. And so he's like, Mills says we're getting blasted, but I want you guys to know that I believe in you. And so all the players, right, I, we don't know these guys from Adam, okay? We, I mean, all we've read are articles. Uh, easy now, so, easy. I mean, our very first coaches meeting, Coach Drew said, listen, do not yell at these guys. We do not know. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, oh, crap, like, what, what, what are we into here? And, like, are these guys just going to come back and, like, try to choke you or something? And so they all simultaneously, all the heads turning, and they're looking at me in the back of the room. And I'm like, this dude right here <laughs> threw me under the bus. So Coach wraps up his speech. Hey, I want you to know I believe in you guys. Not everybody does. Mills says we're losing by 20, right? So they're all walking out, and you're dapping them, and they're cursing you out left and right. They refuse to touch your hand. Then I'm underneath as they're warming up. All right, here we go, guys. And they're like, they're fraud. saying things to me that aren't very kind. Long story short, we win by 20. Uh, hey, Mills so took one for the team. Genius right? move by Scott. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, that's right. It worked. Oh man, <laughs> that was a classic. Every one of these guys, Mills said, um, as good a coach as you are, you're, you're you're a better preacher. Is this true? Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, at, at the end of the day, so we do chapels at at um, at Baylor. Uh, we do them here at, at ORU before games. But Coach Tang was a, a youth minister while he also served as a head coach. My father was a pastor. Um, it's one one of the cool things is like Mark Few's dad was a pastor, and I'm like, all right, there are there are people in this profession who kind of you know grew up in that environment. But when you you know been around so many sermons, I think coaches probably do a whole lot of preaching anyway. Um, and so so to have something in context as it relates to God, uh, and to be able to invest in your guys spiritually, um, it, it's important. And so you take that stuff seriously and, and you kind of, you know, it, it's important to me. And it, hey, it was, it's, it's important to Baylor. It's important to Scott. It's important to Drisk. It's important to Tang. It's important to all of us. And so uh, from that context, and you, it's kind of like practice, right? You take that stuff seriously if you're going to get an opportunity uh, to present something to your guys that you believe is going to help them. Hey, hey, Jeff, that, that's one thing. I mean, whenever you take over a program, it's like opening a new business. You're just 24-7. But when you, when you love the guys you're with and you have fun, and I know Coach Tang always says uh, uh, doing life together, uh, and I love that because, uh, um, I mean, our families, we've done life together, and it's been, it's been a blessing. Iron sharpens iron, and uh, 
as much as uh, I've learned from them coaching wise, uh, I know I'm a much better person because of them. And I know this is a roast, but um, Mill's going to kill me for this. So this is probably the ultimate roast. But just to show you uh, what I've been blessed to learn from, um, like Coach Mills, I remember when he was he was an ops guy, I had found this out and he, he'd never want anyone to know. So I know this will embarrass him more than anything. Thing. But like, I, who does these kind of things? Um, he gets a school car when he gets promoted full time. And that means he has a he has a, he has a car that he can sell now or give to his wife. And on his way to work every day, he would pass a lady that would catch a bus. And when he gets a school car, he goes ahead and he gives her his old car. Now, she's never had a car, this this elderly lady. She makes him go back to her house because she doesn't want her family to think she stole it or like, like, how does this work? And he explains, this is the title. I'm giving it to you. I'm not selling it. And again, um, this will embarrass him more than any, any story um, because uh, uh, that's just who he is. And coach Driscoll, coach Tang, it's, I mean, like those are, those are what these men are really about. And uh, uh, I've learned so much from, so I'm so blessed. Yeah, Driscoll, you said that to me last night when we talked. You said, like, this is a guy who will do anything for anybody, period, whoever it is. Um, and I don't think a lot of people know that. Listen, you know, it, to me, again, it, it's funny. Early on with all you guys, you know what the mantra was about you guys early, right? Like, you beat guys for, for players. It would be they cheated. Um, yeah, professional suicide. What, what are you right. doing? It's professional suicide, and then they're going to they're gonna claim it, it's religion. It, it's – it's right. sickening to, 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 to hear all that stuff, and especially for me, being the older guy and a guy that's, that's been gone for 12 years. And, and uh, I bust Coach up when the big article came out about cheating and Calipari still beat him. And I told him, I said, you can't beat Calipari anything. And uh, in the article, you know, it just it, – it, it, it's disheartening. I, I tell you this, Jeff, I, I, can, I can say this because I'm the oldest guy here. The thing about these three guys that people don't know is – they, they would do whatever it took to help someone out that had nothing to do with anything that was relative to basketball. Just anyone. If anyone ever came to them, if anybody ever – these dudes have made me such a good human being because I came in as kind of like the odd dude. And I came you are, with – You Coke, are a little odd. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but 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 these dudes like like Coach Tang is like, I mean like these dudes they just their hearts are different, and I think in this business all we do is we we every single day we want to make our guys as good as human beings, husbands, fathers, and like that's what we do. But these dudes make each other. They made the staff. They made the unity. They, and when players saw that. It elevated and we got better players and then we elevated and then they got better players and then they elevated. And the reason they elevate is because of them, because they, they just pour, they just pour, pour, pour. And, and it's, it's so disheartening and, and God, I'm so thankful coach Mills, Series 16 and these dudes, man, like it's crazy people need to get off their back. Mills. I, I know you got stuff to do, right? You got to run in a minute here. No, I'm good. More, more. Are you good? You good yeah. for a few more minutes? Yeah, I'm good till I'm good till like noon. All right, we won't go till noon because there's a game at twelve. Yeah, yeah. So I got I got to get to the Iowa game. Yeah, you uh, got something to do. 
I'm the one. Listen, I'm the one who's got to leave early. This doesn't make sense at all. All right, but I want to see Luca Garza go up against Oregon. No offense. Yeah. I love you, and I'd sit here all day. Um, what, what does this mean? I mean, Paul, like, think about this right now. You were, and I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but you you weren't the first choice for Oral Roberts. There's another guy on this Zoom that was ahead of you. Correct? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you about the whole interview. Um, I mean, Coach Tang and I, uh, one, when ORU opened, I'll tell you, one of the first guys to text was Matt Driscoll. And he said, you need to seriously consider this. This is a Christian school in the South, and, and you would do well. And, and I'm sure he told the same thing to Coach Tang. Um, but, I mean, he, he knew us, right? And he, he, he knew what would fit. So Coach Driscoll was like one of the first texts. So I think we both went to Scott and said, Scott, do you mind calling the AD um, and seeing if there's a fit? And I remember Scott came back and he said, I think they're going to talk to both of y'all. And so when I found that out, I called um, them and I said, listen, because I, I was like, we're from the same, we have the same background. We're very similar uh, people. Coach Tang and I were roommates on the road for 14 years. I've known him for 25. So, I mean, when you're, I, one third of my life was spent with these guys, right? Outside of my wife and my parents, I mean, a third of my life are spent every day with Jerome and Scott. And so I didn't want to hurt Jerome. And I called and said, listen, I'll pull out and not be involved because I don't want to hurt Jerome's chances. Jerome did the same thing. He said, I'll pull out of this job. And so, so Jerome, I interviewed before Jerome and uh, interviewed and, and then Jerome went in and, and Jerome had a, a dollar number in mind um, that, you know, in order to get to and uh, and, a, and, a, and a personnel number. And, and, and so I think at that time they weren't willing to kind of go through that criteria. And, and basically they said, all right, um, then tell us about Coach Mills. And, and Tang, what they did, there were three of us who were candidates. Our hotel rooms were all right next to each other. So after I interviewed, I'd run to the next guy and say, hey, how'd yours go? So obviously when Coach Tang got done, I went down to his room. He said, Mills, I spent the whole time, the last hour, just talking about you. Uh, he said, once they realized they couldn't get me for the dollar number I was asking, he was like, you're getting that job. Well, we both had to be at recruiting events because this is a Thursday. We both had to be at recruiting events on Friday. And I said, why are you packing up so fast? He's like, I'm leaving. You're, you're going to have a press conference tomorrow. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and that was when it was like, oh, my goodness, this may really happen. You know, because, you know, and Jerome was, um, I mean, I mean, I, I, I won. I wouldn't have the job without these three guys. Um, but Jerome kind of thought through this and said, hey, at this particular time, this isn't for me. And, uh, and, and he was mindful about it, prayerful about it. And he couldn't have been more supportive for me. And, uh, and that, that's kind of how it went down. And then we both went to the Cheesecake Factory and he's over there like, who are you going to hire? And I'm like, man, like, Jerome just had my wheel spinning. Hey, <laughs> then he was like, who are you going to hire? I forgot his wallet again. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, all right, let's see if you can't get this kid. Let's see. And to be honest with you, I'll tell you who was coming on a visit that weekend. Um, tell me the young man from Yale. 
Makai. Makai. Makai Mason, right, was coming on a visit. And I had bitter feelings still about that. <laughs> and, uh, and I told him, I said, I don't want to be on this visit, man. I'm still so upset about what happened in Providence, Rhode Island. And how we just killed. I said, I'm going to go recruiting all weekend. Well, Jerome was scheduled to be back on the visit. And so I was kind of thankful. And Makai <laughs> turned out to be a great player at Baylor. But I was thankful I didn't have to look at him because I've had nightmares after that. Hey, hey, Jeff, on Jeff, on the back end of that story. Yeah, yeah. I want to get Tang on that, too. Go ahead. On the back end of the story, Coach Mills, my son was a GA for him the last two years. So my son, 18 years ago, was seven years old. So here's Coach Mills pouring into my son, pouring into my son. Then he played for us, won a couple championships, and then he went for Coach Mills. You talk about, as a father, having someone that he can be around every single day. Like, that's huge. Huge. Hey, hey, Tang, didn't you call up? You you told me last night after after those interviews. You were worried. You know, for people that don't know, a lot of times it's like you got a first assistant, you got a second assistant, you got a third assistant. With you guys, Scott, you've always tried to make it equal, but it it, it rarely works out that way. People assume, you know, Tang, whatever, you're the first guy, Mills is the third guy, perception-wise, right? How, how did you fix that? Uh, we Coach Drew, I called Coach, and Coach got a hold of David K, and we put ourselves in alphabetical order on the website so that uh, – it, it just eliminated any any obstacles that might be in the way of, of Mills getting the job. And, and this is obviously what God had in, in mind. And that's why when you put a staff together, it's so important that you get people who are like-minded and, you know, um, and they, we cared about the same things. And, and coach's mantra now is joy. It's, you know, Jesus, then others, then yourself. And every one of these guys, man, we, they all, just are the embodiment of joy you know we put god first and you know we love each other man and uh you know this is crazy jeff like when mills and them won the game uh, the ohio state game our game was still going on and i had tears i was crying and the players had to give me a towel come on to like yeah to, to wipe my tears and like coach didn't know what was going on because there's still like four minutes to go we're up 20 and he turns and he looks at me and he's like mills won huh and I said, yeah. And he goes, and you're crying. And I said, yeah. You yeah. Know, it was just, <laughs> it was just, it's hey, just hey, incredible. Hey, Jeff, I'm sitting there and I'm facing this way. All our players are looking up at the Jumbotron. Sure. I turn around and Coach Tang's crying and everybody, and, and I'm the only one who can't watch the game because I'm trying to talk to him at the timeout, you know? So I got ripped <laughs> off, but, but uh, uh, it, 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 just, it just shows you how they put each other first and um again their their character what is what makes them special and i've been blessed to learn from it you know you guys are one game one win each away from going up against each other right like have you thought of this at all i, I know you can't i know you can't because one honest to goodness i oh, t- hey, tell them the story about your president uh no uh yeah I tell, one, them. Uh, <laughs> tell them the story okay. One, I had no idea who was even on the other side of the bracket. Like, I didn't know it was Texas Tech and Arkansas. And then somebody told me last night. And I knew that Baylor was in the South, but it, like, didn't, like, really click, right? <laughs> um, because then I was like, man, is Baylor going to play North Texas? Um, you know, because you're yeah. cheering for North yeah. Texas versus Nova. 
Um, but regarding my president, he said, uh, he says, listen, man, um, I believe in y'all. Like, I think we're going to make it all the way to the Elite Eight to play Baylor. And that's going to be a good run. I was like, he got us going all the way to Baylor. <laughs> And you might as well have us to the final four. Yeah. Uh, now, now he may have. I'm just telling you the text that I'm telling Scott. Uh, so, so th- this may be. Uh, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it, these these games are hard to win. Uh, so it's not anything I'm even paying attention to. I mean, think about this, guys. 18 years ago, like where you guys are and where you are now. Like, yeah, we have a lot less here. Yeah, well, I, don't know. Well, I, I will say this, Mills. Are you going to go I'll, get a haircut here? Yeah, I need to, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe y'all know somebody, but I will say this. You know, Scott took the job at 32, right? And and so I'm I'm 29. Um, Coach Tane is, is 37. Coach Driscoll was the only guy who kind of been around and kind of understood what was going on. But we were just a bunch of young optimists who were so happy to have a job. We thought we were winning the conference. I can remember Coach Driscoll running around putting banners on everybody's door saying, we're winning it. We won one game that whole year. We went one in 16 in conference, one game. And so, but I will say this, if Scott was 50, 55, 60, older, right, had been around, he would have understood how hard this road was. We didn't know. So, I mean, we were just a bunch of young guys who says we can do this? And we would burn candles at both ends. We'd go till three in the morning. Drisk was a catalyst on all of this. And uh, Scott would call you at 2 a.m. And you were terrified if you didn't answer because he was going to ask you about a recruit. And, and you usually called those guys. Tang will tell you in between 11 and 1, we were just sitting around making calls because that's when kids are awake. And then we were back in there. Coach Driscoll would get a run at 7 a.m. And I – Dang and I would try to be there by eight by the time he showered and was back in his office. But it was such – and we literally did that for three years, darn near seven days a week. And, and it was just it was just a bunch of young guys who really, really believed. We just thought – we had no idea how difficult it was. We had no idea how hard it was. We were just on, in our own little bubble, and we just really believed in what we were doing – and we poured a ton of energy, and Drisk was a catalyst behind it all. And I, everybody would acknowledge hey, that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah Drisk taught us I, about I, coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yes. started getting coffee makers brought oh, in. Hold, hold on, let, let me tell you something though, Jeff. Optimism, right? Everybody's half cap, you know, half full, and all that stuff. If, if you really look at optimism, what really separates it is the understanding of reality. If you understand reality, you can be optimistic, and that's the thing about Coach Drew. There's a saying, and he fits it 100%, 100%. When you look at vision, everybody talk about vision. When he got the job, he talked about Final Fours. He talked about national championships. He talked about recruiting the best players, right? So he's nuts is what people are thinking. But when you have a vision and you're a realist, you don't stare up the stairs, right? You don't stare with your eyes up the steps. You step up the stairs, and coach just kept us stepping up the stairs and we kept on stepping. So instead of being like other people who are good, they just stare up the sta- up the steps. But we stepped up the stairs and we took it. And it's because of that vision and all of our optimism that it became reality. 
And I'll tell you, one of the things is, is coach had contacted me and I mean, didn't know me from Adam and was kind enough to kind of offer me a job. And I came up there and visited and they had Calvin Miles on campus. Well, Calvin Miles was a number one player in the state of Texas as a junior. Ended up leaving high school, going straight to the NBA and, and had a terrific NBA career. And I was like, man, these dudes can really get it done. And I was like, if they got that kind of guy, this guy's had the job for like all of five days. You got Kevin yeah. Rogers. Kevin Rogers was a top 50-ish kid. You got him when you hadn't done anything. Three right? Amigos. He was part of the Three Amigos with Calvin Miles. What yeah. was the other guy's name? Went Curtis Gerald's Henry Dugat. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Oh, it was uh, Terrell Harris. Terrell, Terrell Harris. They were the Three Amigos. The, what else, Coach Tang? Three Amigos. The Whatever, whatever you could think of three, they were. Mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lethal yeah, Weapon yeah. Three. That's it. Yep. Lethal Weapon Three. Yep. All and right, then, well, then Calvin's dad was twirling the key. <laughs> I, could, I could listen to you guys forever. I mean that. Like I could. I mean, if you got five more minutes, I'll stay here five more minutes. Hey, I'm good. You got to go see Garzilla. You got to see Garzilla. I do. But listen, if I missed the first couple minutes of your game yesterday, uh, Scott, I was coming. You know, I'm trying to do. I wanted to do eight games. NCAA won't let you do more than four in a day, which oh. crushed me because I thought I could do eight parts of eight and uh, I couldn't pull it off. And uh, there goes Tang. Go ahead, know. Coach Tang. Oh, there, no, Scott's no. gone. There he is. There yeah. he is. Hey, so, we, hey. so we'll blame you on the 7-2 deficit. If you would have gotten there on time, we would have been good. Were you down 7-2? I don't know. When I got there, we you, tang? Were you were good. Yeah, we were uh, yeah, they, they... good. Hey, Jeff, hold on. So, you know, as we told you about the mills meter right? Yeah. So that, that first season, we actually won two conference games. We beat Texas A&M twice. No, I said and our Iowa second State. year. We won oh, three. Our we won year. three. The second season, we won one. You're we right. We won one. Okay. Hey, that All 17 right. number on the locker, that, the locker room door, that wasn't a good idea. No, that wasn't a good number. <laughs> hey, also, that first year, all those more, those nights, Coach Driscoll would be blasting like oldies and he'd be running around the office in his boxers <laughs> and he would be like, what is this dude doing? He's running around. In his boxers. What is this old dude doing? <laughs> well, he was and sleeping he, on the couch for loved... the first two months. So that's yeah. where. That's hey, Jeff, <laughs> hey, Jeff, I would put the code on it. Coach Mills was talking earlier about the guys and the team we had. I would put the code on alarm on the door. I'd lock the door. My office was in the back. I'd lock my office door, and I'd put a chair under the handle before I went to bed on the couch. Like, Coach Mills is right. We, we had no idea what, what was going on. <laughs> Mills, what do you got going on today? What do you, they got a kickball game. What do you got yeah, going on? Literally nothing. Really? Like, just giving them the day off? The, uh, they, yeah, uh, probably tomorrow, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, They probably have interviews to all move. day. We, we got to go to – Coach Drew's hotel, they're moving us. They are? Yeah, so we got to everybody. Why would they move? I mean, it's literally like the first week, there were a number of people running around everywhere. Now it's kind of a ghost town. Like, I mean, you have this whole hotel in there. I guess there's like eight teams here now. They're moving Um, all 16 to here, to this Marriott. Yeah, so they're moving everybody over to where the the, um, the regular one. Can you imagine what it costs to rent out the JW? I'm sure hey, Mary. Just so, hey, Jeff, cheaper. just so you know, I have my plans done. I've rescheduled workouts. And I've, after <laughs> Tuesday night, I plan on getting in a car. And I'm my wife and I, and we, we plan on driving up to Indy. So I figured you, you better. Right? Oh, that's you better. awesome. Just don't, from yeah. what I hear, um, 
Mills, you you don't reach in your wallet very often. Is this true? You don't work. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you this, I didn't make much money. Okay, and and nobody does. My first job at Rice University, I made two thousand for the entire year. <laughs> oh. and, so, and so when Scott offered me a job, I thought I was like, man, wow, this is unbelievable. Uh, what you make I mean, it? What did you, you give him, Scott? You don't even remember, I'm sure. I don't even remember. It wasn't enough. It wasn't yeah, enough. But, but, and, and so so we would go eat after every game, win or lose, right? And, and, and one day Tang would pick it up or Coach Moorefield, um, Coach Bruff, um, Coach Driscoll. Well, when it was my turn, I knew when my round was, right? <laughs> and uh, it'd be like, Hey guys, we'd eat at Denny's too, right? So that I mean, you're eating five dollar pancakes uh, at at two o'clock in the morning, and talking through recruiting and players, and and so I knew when it was my turn, and I was like, Drist makes more money than all of us guys. He can pay for me uh, when it's my turn. <laughs> so my standard line was, guys, I left my wallet at the office, uh, <laughs> and so like after after like trip number eight. They were like, just stop. We're skipping. Uh, we're not even. You're, hey, you you're, risking yeah, now? You can continue to eat. You get a drink, black coffee and hash browns. But we'll 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 cover everybody else. I want to know. Do you, special. You pay for Springman's meal now, at least. Yeah, you, you try to take care of those guys. Uh, I mean, my 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 staff is unbelievable. One of them's a Baylor guy in Sam Patterson who was with us thirteen years. And then obviously Coach Springman's terrific. And then Solomon Bozeman, uh, Ian Lehman, Steve Upshaw are phenomenal. All right, listen, guys, I appreciate it. This was a blast. Seriously, <laughs> I mean this. this. I hope it was just fun for you. And I think it was as it was. Yeah, it was. You know, <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for having us. It was. Thank you. Yeah, One, no, you're no, very no. kind. Two, I wouldn't put much credibility in what was being said unless <laughs> – Pay attention to who was saying the it. Mills the Mills-a-meter. The Mills-a-meter. The Mills-a-meter, baby. Right? All week. We're going to talk about the Mills-a-meter. Uh, I've gotten getting... much better. I used to exaggerate. Like, that kid can score 48 points a night if we let him. <laughs> and, you know, his average would be like six. And, uh, <laughs> what we got to do – hey, guys, we got to get this video somehow to Kevin Bacon. That's the <laughs> it is, it is, I'm telling you, it's two and a half decades ago. The guy will not remember. I'm gonna I'm getting it to him regardless.